Hey, I'm Cat Chaos. And I'm Liz Gomez, also known as Hazy. And you're listening to Scary, Scary Encounters, Encounters with Hazy Chaos. Chaos, a podcast where we talk to some of our favorite bands and artists as they share scary encounters they've experienced and live to tell. This episode of Scary Encounters is brought to you by Art Sideshow, the horror museum and gallery where Halloween is all year round. If you want a good scare, be sure to check it out. Located in Montclair, California. Bronson's Shop of Horror, one-of-a-kind 3D blacklight reflective shadow boxes and more. Shop at bronsonsshopofhorror.com. Little Hellcat, the mixed media artist from California, specializing in pop art culture. Vicious, handmade jewelry for weirdos, loners, rebels, and freaks. All shop links are located in the bio of every episode. This is Julie Potts from Mrs. Potts Crystal Shop, and you're listening to Scary Encounters with Hazy Chaos. This is Cat Chaos. This is Hazy. This is season five of Scary Encounters with With Hazy Hazy Chaos. Chaos. And this is our second time trying to shoot this because... We are here with Julie Potts of Mrs. Potts Crystal Shop. Hello, Julie. Hi. Yes. <laughs> and um, this episode is starting a little weird because this is our second time trying to record it. And we, we were doing so good. We were doing so good, you guys. It was so good <coughs> and juicy. But Julie brought something into this home. and This is next level scary encounter. This is next level shit because... Everything, literally all the power in our whole place turned off, which is not rare, but it all turned back on by itself, by itself, which is rare. So usually the power in the house turns off sometimes, but we have to turn it back on ourselves. This time it all turned off and it turned on by itself and Mm -hmm. we lost the whole half of the episode that we just did. Okay. And yes, we have had an episode deleted this time. I try to play it, and it's just so showing zero. The date is there, but there's nothing recorded. Yes. Which has never happened. We we try to turn on the a roadcaster, which is how we do our podcast. Uh, Road, please sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then when we try to re-record the episode, Kat's mic stopped working. So yes. I'm trying different cables. We tried different mics. It just wasn't happening. We tried a different channel. So it has a total of four channels. Julie and I are on channel one and two. Cat was on three. We switched it over to channel four and nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And this has never happened. Never. I was Ever. Like, so we restarted it and it started working again. Thank God. Of course, guess who we called? <laughs> Say Asha, but she didn't answer. So we're going to block her. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> so if we get a random phone call in the middle of this, we're going to answer it and see if she has any answers for us. But... Julie shared with us that last night and today some weird things happened before she came over here, right? Right. So yes. the whole reason that I was coming here for my for my scary encounter was to talk about my house that I live in, which is also my childhood house. And there's several ghosts there and two main ones. One of them is uh, very nice and friendly. The other one, not so much. And ever since last night, I was talking to my sister and my husband about coming here and talking about this. And ever since then, I my power at my house went out. 
um, I was hearing footsteps and cabinets in the middle of the night while I was in my room and nobody else was home. And it was just really, really weird. And um, yeah, I think I brought him here with me. I was getting a feeling yesterday that he didn't want me to come and talk about this. And I even said that out loud jokingly to someone. Mm -hmm. And then I get here and it's like every single thing. And before I came here, I had a flat tire. That's mm-hmm. right. And um, yeah, it just seems like everything possible is happening to make this episode not happen. Wow. So we have the warning signs at your home, which includes power turning off, mm-hmm. a random things going off. Yes. Uh, your flat tire on your way here. Mm-hmm. And now here, you know, Kat and I are here as witnesses. Right. We recorded <laughs> like a solid Like the 30, first half of our episode. The first half, yeah. Usually yeah. the part before I have to go pee. And that's yeah. a long time for yeah. our, for the listeners who listen to every episode. You know, that's a lot. <laughs> it's like halfway through. That's the whole. Yeah. The whole first half. Oh, man. That's crazy. It's so weird how it was there, but it was like looping on pause and then it showed zero minutes. Yeah. Right? So weird. Yeah. The file was there. Liz pushed play, but it just kept looping. And it was while she was in the bathroom. Yes. And lit- Kat literally said, hey, we're recording right now. Do you want me to pause it? And the power went out and yes. the episode was lost. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's definitely a first here. Our apologies for this episode starting a little bit weird. Um, Julie Potts is an amazing artist and she also sells crystals. <laughs> um, you guys have probably, if you've been to a Hazy Chaos event, you've probably seen her work or bought a crystal from her. Mm-hmm. She's one of our veteranas yeah. of Hazy Chaos events and we're very happy to be here with her even though it's been a little bit weird so <laughs> far. Know. Thank you for coming. <laughs> yes. Yeah, thank, thank you, you even though all these weird things are happening. Hey, thank you for you having for us. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> no shit. Me and my I mean, ghosts. Hey, the, I'm having fun so far. No. I'm a little yeah. freaked out, but, you know, me gusta, pero me gusta. You know? right? right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, usually we ask the golden qu- golden questions, and I feel like we already asked that, so we'll ask it at the end. Let's just, let's get straight into the, the stories. The wait, stories, wait, wait. yeah. You know how some people like to watch funny movies after watching a scary movie? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. This is what this episode that. feels like. You but know, it's opposite. Yeah. yeah. Right. We're, we're going to do opposite Let's watch today. horror and then watch a comedy, right? Right. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so tell us more about your family home here. So my oh, wait, house, real quick, if you want, <laughs> this goes like this. There you go. I'm trying not to put my lips on it. Put it on. Put them on. It's okay. We'll Actually, sanitize my, it. My lip gloss is on now. Is it popping? Because I've been going. <laughs> or are the boys jocking? <laughs> this again. <laughs> okay. So my house is really, really old. I've lived there my entire, well, I've lived there my whole life. I moved out in my 20s and eventually came back, but Uh, That's neither here nor there. So it was built in 1919 in North Hollywood, actually. And then in 1934, it was picked up and brought to Silmar and placed in the middle of a dirt olive field, uh, olive tree field. Uh, Those of you that are familiar with Silmar, it's the northernest point of the Los Angeles County. And it stands for the Latin translation of Silmar is literally Sea of Trees. And it was the like founding place of the olive trade business because it was a sea of olive trees. So when you're driving through Silmar today, you can still see them everywhere. When my parents bought our house in 1987 or 86, the whole front yard had probably 30 plus olive trees in it. And uh, my dad ended up having them all pulled out and, you know, removed and kind of when it all started. Well, okay, let me go from the beginning. So when my parents bought the house, the next door neighbor was this lady named 
oh my gosh, I'm blanking on her name. Her name was Dolores. Mm. And she was a super old lady and her mom's name was Grace. And Grace was like in her 90s. And she had grown up in that house. And she told my mom, oh, the lady who lived here, who, who you bought the house from, um, was my best friend and she died here. And I just want you to know that she died in the bedroom. And this lady ended up being kind of like a bitch to my mom. And they were like not friends at all. And my mom always said it was because she was mad that they moved into her best friend's house after her best friend died there. So when like a year or whatever after they had bought the house, there was a, there was this big like vacant area in the backyard. And it had like dozens of dead rose bushes. And it turned out that the lady who had died there, her name was Rose. So, of course, she loved roses and she had a rose garden. But it was dead and it was a dumb area of the backyard. So my parents decided to build a room over it. Uh-oh. Bum, bum, bum. Yes. So they built a room over it and it took the construction crews, I don't know, however long it takes. I was, I was like maybe, this was in 97. So, I don't know, I was like five or six maybe. And... um the construction crews finished building it and I remember my parents letting us celebrate by having a birthday party for my sister. I don't know if it was a birthday, but it was a party for my sister, a summer party. And all of me and her friends slept in sleeping bags in that room because there was nothing in there yet. Just carpet. Okay. And that night, my sister and I both woke up at the exact same moment and looked out the door leading to the rest of the house. And there was like a woman in a bathrobe there, like an old fucking lady standing in a bathrobe there. And then in a blink of an eye, she was gone. And I remember my sister seeing it, like, more than me and freaking out and telling my mom about it. And my mom was like, yeah, probably it was Rose. Ever since that night or that, yeah, that night when that happened, all throughout the house, but especially in that room and in the kitchen, which is the room next to it, you would get random, like, an overwhelming scent of roses. Mm. For years, this happened. And it got to the point where my mom would just talk to her. My mom would be cooking dinner and be like, hey, Rose, how are you today? And that's kind of where that story kind of ends, to be honest. I haven't smelled the roses in a while. My sister says she still smells them in her hallway a lot. Um, but that's that's it. That's the extent of that story. I love your mom for I that. I know. That's that's so sweet. You that know? really yeah. shows her. That's like coexisting with, the, character with another too. realm. Yeah. yeah. My mom was always very... Um, I don't know, maybe a little bit clairvoyant. She had like some psychic abilities and she would tune into voices through her teeth. I don't know what? if that's her thing, but that's, she would talk about it all the time. As a kid, it was like, well, my mom's being weird again. But now I'm like, I really wish I could ask her about that. Different you know? gifts and stuff. Yeah. Through her teeth? Through her teeth. I wonder if it's like a vibration, th- like a frequency. Like Yeah, she would call it a frequency. She would say my, my radio people are tuning <gasps> in to my teeth. Interesting. Wow, that's yeah interesting yeah really weird so you would think the story ends there okay <laughs> now flash forward to i don't know like maybe six or seven years ago maybe even eight or nine and we were having a big yard sale at our house and um these sometime in the middle of the day this car pulled up with these two old women and my husband had been outside watching you know the yard sale I, my sister and i were inside the house And they got out of the car and they proceeded to tell him, you know, do you live here? And he's like, yeah, do you want to look at our yard sale? (laughs) And they were like, no, we grew up in this house. This was our grandfather's house. And he was like, oh, Rose? And they were like, no, that was the buyer after our grandfather. Our grandfather is the one who brought it here from North Hollywood. 
and yeah, we were like, oh, because we had our we had always seen that on the deed and everything, but we never had any more information on it than that. So they told him, and eventually my sister and I, you know, came out and also heard the story about how they grew up in this house and how they would come visit their grandfather here, and he would be in the very back room, which is now the master bedroom, and he had a long wooden table, and he would be sitting at the head of it, and men would kneel down and kiss his ring. Oh. Like, straight up, like, the godfather, like, mobster dom shit. hate when people do that. (laughs) Just kidding. And, and yeah, they said that he was the found, one of the founding Fusano sons. And their grandfather was Christa, Crystal, no, what's his name? Crystal, Crystal Ball or something like that, um, Fusano. And I live on Fusano Avenue. That's oh. the name of my street. Interesting. Oh. And so they told us that their grandfather had a olive company, and they sold and packaged olives, and they made olive oil. And that during Prohibition, he was illegally filling the olive oil jars with alcohol in my basement of my house and and exporting them. And that like, that's why he had all these, you know, people and everything. And it was just this really, really jarring, crazy story. So again, you would think it ends there. We kind of just were like, oh, you know, that's really cool. Thank you for sharing everything with us. And they went along their way. And that was it. They did ask to come inside. I don't think we let them inside. I don't remember, but I don't think we let them inside. Do you see something? No. You, I'm like wondering if you see something. <laughs> okay. You know what? Okay. It made me think about the, the episode with Mar. I knew you were going to say that. The jacket. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just... Uh, did you hear that one, Julie? I don't think so. <sighs> Which season was it? season one? One. I had to have heard it then. Way back in the uh, day, yeah, but I had to have. Well, I just, I just thought I'd start you snapping pictures it. in just case. Yeah, because I remember Mike was here that day and he took pictures yeah. of it, and there's orbs flying around us. Wow. For those of you listening, Liz just started taking random pictures in the middle of Julie's story, and we were like, "Wait, what do you see?" So that's what we're talking about. No, I don't about see right anything. Now. I just thought I'd. Well, take we might see something no, later. Yet. Don't look yet. Don't look yet. She's looking. <laughs> She's looking. No, I, okay, I won't look. So just to give a little bit of the cool history without any of the spooky stuff, the house is really, really old. Uh, we're pretty sure that they were making alcohol, illegally exporting it during Prohibition. There's a giant, so when you look at my house on a map, you see all the houses around it are in their perfect little grid lines. You know, everyone with the same plot of property. And then my house is right in the middle, and it goes double, d- double the length of any other property. It's huge and it's a nice house it, it is, is nice yeah. well, thank you yeah yes. you guys have been there yes. we, have. we have it remodeled so yeah um it's actually really cool because when we remodeled it you know there's no insulation there's no drywall it was fucking built in 1919 yeah. so when we started taking down layers these like i don't know what it's called there's a there's a there's a term for it but these like wooden slats that are back there and there there's no insulation and then there was uh like an empty bag of nails. Back then, they didn't use screws to build buildings. Everything is nails, which is wild. Because yeah. now when you build a building, there, there are screws. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was an empty pack of the nails that one of the builders, I guess, stuck inside one of the slats. Like, I don't know, thinking somebody it. might find it Maybe someday. Forgot or he it. forgot it. I don't know. Yeah. And it had the price tag on it. And it was like two cents oh my for like God. 250 nails or something. Wow. And it was like a That's really a cool vintage looking package. Wow. And I just, rem- I have all kinds of cool little things like that from around my house. And wow. another one of those is in the basement. So 
in the very back, there's a basement, and it's just like on Wizard of Oz, like the old school with the opening door on the floor. Oh, yes. And then you walk down, like you descend <gasps> down into can it. Can we go in there next time? Yeah, we can. Okay. And um, and when you go down, the walls on either side have like a like an indentation, I guess, like a shelf built into the like concrete, and that's where they would keep the barrels of the wine wow. up there. And it literally looks like a freaking cellar. And it's really cool. And so after we heard the story from these two ladies, the yard sale ladies, my husband and I were like, there's there's boxes down there that have always been there that my dad even was like, those were there when we moved here. Nobody ever freaking opened them. <gasps> so we went wow. and we looked and there are like glass bottles um, that say like Silmar or Fusano Olive Company on them. Did wow. you smell it? No, they Is it well, vodka? It, it's, they're it was wine, over a right? hundred years old. Still. <laughs> No, they hey, can we shoot a music video down there? So funny story, actually, <laughs> when I was that in, sounds dope. When I was in high school, my dad would travel a lot, and my mom was like the party mom. Okay, and so <laughs> we uh, gutted the whole basement one time, and me and my friend, we being me and my friends, and we um, put like couches down there, and we turned it into a beer pong tournament. Room. Oh yeah, and That's for awesome. like two summers, we would have beer pong tournaments down there, and nice. like we also found my brother who used to live there had collected Playboy bunnies uh, <laughs> magazines in the 70s and 80s. Very cool. And I found a box full of his magazines. And now, in hindsight, obviously, I wish I hadn't done this for value purposes, but little high school me was like, just wanted to be cool. So yeah. I ripped all the covers off of all these magazines <gasps> and literally permanently glued them to the ceiling of the basement. I mean, that's kind of cool, They're too. They're still there, <gasps> so it's really cool. That's and like, really cool. But some of them may have been worth something. Totally. Oh, for sure. Those are vintage. Possibly. You, you yeah. fucked up. Like, I'm pretty sure <laughs> one of them is, um, uh, what's her name? Norma Jean. What? Oh, yeah. No, way. no, I'm not kidding. Like, I kind of oh. maybe fucked up. Yeah, you fucked hey, up. Hey, well, for you still sure. have it. I, I mean, still have it. Just I mean, cover. but it's so worth amazing. nothing. I was <laughs> hoping you weren't going to say like it was sticky or anything. No, just oh the my. cover. And uh, yeah, I didn't check for any like centerfolds or anything. Oh, sheesh. Yeah. It's okay. So, that's a fun little fact, though. So, yeah, that's a fun <laughs> story. And then just weird stuff in my attic when there's also a giant attic over the entire house, which I feel like isn't really common anymore either mm -hmm. in newer houses and I remember being a little kid and when you would go up into the attic there was one part of the house over the master bedroom that I talked about with the guy with the kissing of the ring uh -huh. and for some reason the attic was boarded off over that room mm -hmm. and so my little friend and I who lived across the street Emily shout out Emily <laughs> she her and I were like well let's break it let's break the wall because it was like you know, those same slats, it's kind of thin wood. And so we went out into my dad's garage, grabbed a hammer, went up there and broke it. And in the very, very back in the corner, we saw a little teeny tiny, like, um, like doll sized tea table with a doll sitting there and a freaking tea glass. What the fuck? Yeah. And we, I remember we both screamed at the top of our lungs. We were kids, like little kids. And we come running down like mom, mom, mom. And we tell my mom and dad all about it. And they, I don't remember if they just didn't believe us or if they were like, yeah, and like, it's, who cares? You know, like it's they didn't think literally. anything of it. Yeah, yeah. It's a doll. Like people lived here before, you know? Yeah. And we just always were like, no, something what? is weird about that. Years later, when we were renovating the house, we needed to put new um, recess lighting in that room. And so they broke down the whole wall and went back there and it was gone. The, the doll and the and the teacup were gone, but the table was still there. And I remember crawling back there and looking, and in the spot where the chair would have been and the, t the cup would have been, there was no dust. Like it just left. Yeah. 
And this was years later in my adulthood. Wow. <gasps> After I was married and everything. That little bitch is walking around. Wait, wait, wait. Right? So we've been to your house. Yes. What room is that? I don't know why in I keep attic. picturing. No, so, I know. But no, but the room, it's the master it. bedroom. The, yeah. Oh. So you know when you go to the bathroom, how it's in the yeah. very back of the house, that little tiny bathroom with the yeah. J on the wall? I think so, yeah. You know how there's three doors. On the left is like the big room that we smoke in. Yes. Yeah, the big okay, room, yeah. And then on the right is the bathroom. Okay. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. then in front of you, there's a door you've never been through. Yeah. That's the bedroom. Oh. oh. And it's the only room in the house where when you enter it, you have to step down. It's like lowered than the whole rest of the house. Oh. And I don't know why or if that has any significance. And but that was the, the guy's. That's or the, the room. That's the, the master bedroom, but that's where she said there was a big long table with men kissing his ring. You said you, you nobody goes through that door? Well, no. what's the master bedroom? What's it? It's our bedroom now. It's your it's bedroom. It's my bedroom. I sleep in there. Oof. But the attic is above your the bedroom. The attic is above it yeah. and the basement is below it. I wonder where that doll is. Yeah. What did it look like? What kind of doll? It Good was question. it was far off in the corner. Oh, okay. So oh, I Raggedy Ann. Yeah, Ooh. just like a little I feel like I remember it having blonde hair, but I don't know. I, I don't know if that's true or not. Interesting. My mom's calling. Oh, Chula. Let me tell her to hold on. Hey mom. Mom. Let me call you back. We're in the middle of a podcast interview. Hi, Diane. Hi, Diane. Hi. Say hi. You're on the podcast right now. Okay. Say hi. Okay, bye. Say hi to all your fans. (laughs) Say hi to all your fans. Hello, fans. Uh, I gotta go. Bye. (laughs) Bye. We love you. I don't know about her. She's crazy. (laughs) Hello, fans. Gotta go. Bye. (laughs) You're like, say hello. And she goes, bye. (laughs) She's so funny. I'm sorry. I knew she would be funny. Um, We're leaving that in, by the way. That is crazy. So, right. So that's just another one of the little things. Now, I'm like bouncing around because I'm trying to make it like timeline make sense. But there's just so many different weird things that have happened in the house. Now, I'm trying to think. Let me compose my story. I have a quick question. Where is Emily now? Do you still speak to her? She, her, her family still lives across the street okay. and she moved to Arizona with her children, but I still talk to her and she comes back every holiday. They're there across oh, okay. the street. Do That's th- Chella. I think I've That's told nice. you about Chella, her mom. She's like a mom to me. She, I remember that name. Me. Yeah. She's, she's wonderful. I love her. And I've actually told her a lot of these stories and she will not come into my house. She will not. Wait. She's like, no, mm-mm. Emily's mom? Emily's mom, yeah, Chella. Well, She's Emily? like an old school, like, brujeria. Like, Ooh. she won't come in my house. I l- Tell her to hit us up. And she always, like, tells me, oh, mija, like, be careful. Like, I love you. Wait, and I'm always like, be careful of what, Chella? You're crazy. Like, I'm just getting my mail. And she's like, no, be careful. Oh, wow. Sometimes, hey. like, yeah. Wait, what, did, what do you mean she's old school? Like, she believes in brujeria, or does she study? No, no, I don't or? think she, I don't know. I don't know if she believes or studied it, but her whole family is just super fucking old school she just knows what's yeah. up she knows what's up yeah and yeah. Th- she's all like brought me like teas and stuff for things and her son ivan her son ivan uh he's a f- little bit older than me maybe my sister maybe jen's age um we grew up with him and the other and lisa like all the her kids and my parents kids me and my sister yeah 
we all grew up like running around together. It's a cul-de-sac. So they would just let us go wild. Like they yeah. didn't need to watch us or anything. We, we would just be in the street until the, until the street lights come That's on. That's right. And we have to I go home. You. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Um, and so she's always, always looked out after me. She's kind of like the neighborhood watch, but like the gangster version. Like <laughs> you don't want to fuck with her. Oh, that's <laughs> dope. Do you uh, take her advice? Like her. Oh yeah. Like, okay, good. Yeah. Would Emily still remember that story you just oh, yeah. told? She, we've yeah? talked about it before. We've talked about it because she she's she comes and visits her family on the parties and we're always over there like mm. dancing. They get mariachi and everything. And so it's always very Damn, fun. Invite us next Wait. time. What the fuck? I know I, I should. Know, right? she, Do you think she would answer if you called right now? I don't have her number. Oh, I don't bummer. Have her number. We're just friends on Instagram now. Actually, that's really weird because I've known her since I was like three. Well, let's tag her in this episode. OK. And hopefully she can like. Yeah. You know, yeah. confirm this story. Yeah. We'll That'd see be if cool. she remembers. Because, well, I know she remembers because we have talked about it. Yeah. And she's been like, girl, you still live in that scary house? And she's I'm like, all damn fool. Yeah. That's your, yeah. That's your childhood home. Like, yeah, it of is. Course. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So that kind of seg- can segue into the next part of the story. So when, uh, when John, when my husband and I, John, were, after we had gotten married, we wanted, we wanted our own place. We were living in the studio that's on the same property. My dad built the studio maybe seven or eight years ago, he okay. added an ADU. And so him and I were renting that from him and we wanted our own house. So we were, we, we went through the whole thing. We got approved for the loan. We had a realtor, like we were looking at houses. We were almost there, like to the finish line. And then my dad announced that he was moving to Florida and selling the house. And oh, it wow. was like, whoa, wait. And so John, me and my sister Jen kind of all put our heads together and made the decision to take it, like take it, oh, buy it from him essentially of course, and yeah. stay there. And so we did that because my mom had just passed away three or four years prior to that. And we grew up there and that was my mom's house. And we just didn't want to let it go. We had too much attachment to it. And and also we knew it was a cool old house. And we were like, you know, in California, it's not bad to own property. And we were very lucky in how we obtained it. And so we kept it. But that makes me happy. Right. It makes me happy, too. But now I, I constantly wonder and feel like my mom, I don't know, like entered our bodies and fucking possessed us to be like, you are not letting my house go. Because we're at the point now where we really don't know if we want to stay there and we don't feel like we can leave. Like we're like tied to it. I get it. Yeah. And then I think that that might be like, I don't know if this makes sense, but my mom's, not her spirit, but her somehow still part of her being there protecting the house is enabling other entities to communicate through it because ever since she died now all this other fucking weird stuff is happening and that also also kind of ties into my sister Jen's extraterrestrial stories that have all happened to her on the deck that my mom had added on to be her smoking deck she sees them while she's on the deck she ha- she'll have to tell you about that. It's okay. it's more than just can seeing we call them. her. Jeez. <laughs> we could call her, but <laughs> see what time is it? She might answer. We could try calling her. That we would be that would be really yeah, wait 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 hold okay. On. But finish finish yes. Well, finish and then we need a Bluetooth your phone onto. Oh the, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That would be awesome. So, I think that's when the stuff with this 
I, I'm assuming that it's the Dom guy. I don't know who else it would be in that house other than him. The You know, it's his fucking house. He literally built it in 1919 and brought it there. He brought it. He yeah. brought yeah. it there, yeah. That's and crazy. so here's like a kind of little fun segue. This is actually just what I was about to talk about when we, lo- when we, when we lost everything earlier. Oh, gosh. There's, uh, again, if, if you, whoever out there is familiar with Silmar, you know, it's a really, really old town. And it's like one of the frontier towns of Los Angeles. It has a lot of really cool, rich history. And a lot of the buildings are still there. I'm pretty sure if we hadn't renovated it, we probably could have had my house turned into a, what do they call it? A historical landmark. Oh, really? Wow. really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we could have because, because all the stuff is there. It's all in paperwork. The yeah. history is there. The past owners are there. And when you go down the street from us, there's the railroad. And so there's a lot of really big, like, factory lots there. Okay. And right in the middle of those, there's um, this little sandwich shop. It's been there my entire life. It's this Mexican family, and they make Subway sandwiches out of this little shop. And you have not had a good Subway sandwich until you have been there. What's it called? It's called Subway Sandwiches. Really? Yeah, it's just this little Silmar shop. It's like, it's crazy. And when you go inside of there, they have plastered on the walls all kinds of old pictures from when Silmar was all just dirt roads. And when you look at one of the pictures, there's a whole, a whole huge, it's Silmar. It's all of Silmar and it's all dirt. And there's like three buildings and one of them is my house. Oh, wow. And it's just all dirt roads. Oh, we got to go. Yeah, I actually have a couple of pictures, not those ones, but some other ones that I found online that I'll send you guys so you can post them too. Yes. What kind of sandwich do you get when you go there? <laughs> um, I'm a foodie. I'm sorry. I, just, I really like, you're probably going to judge me for saying this, but I really like tuna salad sandwiches. She loves that shit. I like it too. Ooh, I think it's stinky. So good with stinky. avocado. I don't like that. I don't add avocado to them, but I'm not opposed. Oh, that sounds should. bomb. It's really good. I put tapatillo and then I eat them mm. with hot Cheetos. Okay, no. not the hot Cheetos. That's a little bit prisony for me. <laughs> Hey. hey, she's from Baldwin Park. That's why. <laughs> that explains it. What's wrong with hot cheetos? Oh, I'm sorry. Prison. I'm late. She's so like, from Silmar. So then like this picture that I'm going to show you guys here in person, this is, uh, when you look at it now, it's just like a factory right next to the train tracks, but that's the oil press factory that they used to make the olive oil out of. And that's maybe 0.2 miles from my house. Whoa, okay. Yeah. And then this... <laughs> This is the man who just turned your power off. <laughs> that's him. Oh, Come that's on, him. homie. Why you do that? Oh, he's <laughs> so you guys can post these, but I'll read Dang. you the caption of this photo says. Seeing his picture gave me the chance Yeah, me right too. <laughs> the photo says, um, photo caption dated September 9th, 1950. reads, success story of immigrant boy in Silmar factory. This picture shows Cristo Fusano, owner of Cristo Fusano Olive Company, smiling for the camera. Guys, did it get cold in here? Am I tripping? Christo, kind of did a little it bit. Did. It did. Is he? I'm positive he's here, guys. It's like, and then here's the entire Fusano family inside Dang. that factory that I just showed you. And this picture caption says, "You guys, it did get cold. Right? It did. I I'm feel not it. even. There was like a cold, a cold breeze draft in here. There's a cold area over here. Um, it, wow, it's like all around me right now. Okay, I'm getting arm. emotional. Feel my arm. I haven't gotten like this in a long time." So this caption says, an episode. Modungo and Fusano family reunion in Silmar, 1949, a group portrait of about 90 people, including two front rows of seated children posing under streamers at the Modungo and Fusano family reunion held at the Silmar clubhouse in 1949. Wow. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then Why? here's the last photo. Oh, no, I didn't save it. I'll can have I, to send that one to you Can I just guys. applaud you for all this re- research you did and the photos you're providing? Yes. Oh, actually, it's so cool. here is 
a metal sign that was found in my basement. That is so cool. Where is it now? You still have it? I still it? have it. Oh, good. good. That's awesome. How cool is that? Very cool. It says Fusano, California Valley Specialty Olives since 1909. Wow. It's, I still have goosebumps. That is so fucking cool, though. So, Norman... Bates. Uh, gosh. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to ask Jen if we call her. Okay. Um, Merle Norman. There it is. So, Merle Norman Makeup. I don't know if you've heard of it. It used to be sold at Neiman Marcus. And uh, that factory is also right across the street from this one. And it's still there. And the Merle Norman family, the I don't know who it was, but somebody in that family was uh, obsessed with like vintage old cars. Mm -hmm. And so they built another building directly across the street from it. Do you hear that? Yes. What was that? That sounded like this. Yeah, it did. That wasn't you guys? No. No. That's what it sounded like. That's exactly what okay. that sounded like. That was weird. Okay. This that episode's really weird, weird, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, oh I hope it's on the recording. I hope so, too. I know. That's fucking crazy. All right. So anyway. that building is full. They still have all the cars. It's full of all the cars. And then they have, like, the old tra train track used to go through that property before they diverted it over to San Fernando Road. And they kept the railroad cars on the track and just, like, kept it back there. And you can go there still to this day. It's open Tuesday through Saturday, and it's free to the public. And you can just go walk around and sit in these old cars from, like, the 1900s and the early 20s. And you can go back and check out the railroad track. Get it, they'll let you walk inside the train car. And it was for travel. So it's, like, when you watch those, like, old detective movies and they have the trains and, like, people eating in them and like mm. having tea okay. and like curtains it's like that. yeah it's like it's like so that. one of these saturdays can we come visit you and yeah you that's what i was down. gonna say because okay, now cool. after all this is happening i feel like i should go back there with more of an open mind i've gone there like you know just for fun with friends and mm -hmm. with my grandpa and stuff like oh cool cars but i've never gone there like specifically looking for anything or like i just would like to go back there with an open mind knowing that it's right there next to the same like it's basically shared land yeah with all of Knowing the history, Factory. like yeah. on a, from a different wow. point of view. And they also have several photos in there, too, of Somar, you know, back when it first started. Yeah. So it would be f interesting to go and see. That would be a little fun uh, field trip. Mm -hmm. Bring I'm Sayasha. So oh, my. That's a great That idea. might be too much energy for her. She can't go to a lot of places because of that. Well, we should, right. we should we can see. ask her. We can ask. So, we can ask her. So I have a friend. Um, his name's. So okay, you know. so I have a friend, and he is really into paranormal activity. He has, like, what do they call the little machine that picks up the, mm, yeah, like, um, in Ghost Hunters and stuff? E something. Yeah, e, I always want to say EKG, but that's the Whatever, heart. transmitter? So he has <laughs> those, and then he has, like, the one that does the static, like, the white noise, and you can hear voices inside of it. Like, okay. if somebody in the, if a spirit in the room is trying to... EMF? Yes, an that's EMF it. meter. An EMF meter. So it's a he transmitter. It's close enough. Yeah. So he has s several of those and then the static thingies and all that stuff. And he, you know, has knowledge of that type of endeavor. Okay. And so do you remember, I think it was two years ago when we had that one Halloween that had like a crazy ass full moon, like a full mm -hmm. wolf, blue yeah. blood moon or whatever. Something moon. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm don't remember this well yeah. i feel like every halloween has a beautiful moon it does but this one was different I it can't was what year there was something sp special it was about like it. a it was a, a blood a blood moon but, I it was one that, but it was one that hadn't happened in a long time yes. and wasn't gonna happen again or something about Correct. it i think it was 2019 yeah. so anyway that year 
Maybe it was 2020. I don't know. No, because it would fucking be 2020. (laughs) No, it wasn't because he, I wouldn't have let anybody in my house that I didn't let anyone in my house that year. Good. 19 then. It was 2019 for sure. So anyways, that Halloween, he convinced me we weren't doing anything. We usually have like big plans, parties, you know, whatever this one Halloween, for whatever reason, we weren't doing anything. And he convinced me, let's just have like me, you, John, Steph and Sue. He was like, let's do a thing. Like, let's bring the, let's see if anybody's in your house. Let's just fuck around. Let's turn the machines on and see who's there. And my dumbass was <laughs> like, yeah, let's do it on mm. fucking Halloween with this sick ass fucking moon. Yeah, yeah, it would be me too. So he shows up and he has candles and they're all like white. And he's like, these have all been blessed by a shaman and like all this weird stuff. And he has his <laughs> little machines. And so we go into Oh, I forgot this whole part of the story. Okay, so the room that was built over the Rose Garden by my parents in the 90s, when my husband and I and my sister bought the house seven or eight years ago, we knocked it down and rebuilt it even bigger. Mm-hmm. So that's that's it. That's the, that's the side story of that. So we okay. did that and we built it even bigger. And I remember all of us feeling like, sorry, like, sorry, Rose, please don't be mad at us. Like, you know, mm. and we did that. So we we had this seance, we'll call it, in that room on Halloween. Oh, shit. And because I felt like I, okay, the whole time I was never thinking of this Fusano guy. I, did, I thought Rose was the only ghost in my house. And she's nice. We like her. Mm-hmm. She brings the smell of roses. She's yeah. never, you know, done anything. I love roses. Scary or yeah. anything to us. So I was like, wow. I think that's why I was so open to it. Because I was like, what's the worst that can happen? She's not going to be mad at us. So we we start. And I don't, honestly, I can't really even tell you what, what I heard on the, on the white noise thingy, but I do remember that it, it was on and we're all sitting around and do you guys feel like it just got really quiet in the rest of the it house? It did, it did. I have a suggestion. Can we stop it and then restart it? Because if shit goes down again and we lose it all. I don't remember what actually we heard if there were, I can't discern any like words or sentences from the white noise machine thing. But we're all sitting there and we had just begun and nothing was really happening. And so we're all kind of just like looking at each other and like giggling, like, oh, you know, not really taking it seriously or anything. And then all like all at once, the candles all started like flickering, like if there was a draft or something. Yeah. But there was no draft, like we couldn't feel anything. And then all of the lights, there's six recess lights in that room. All of them started like Flickering. Flickering, like really fast out of control. And then and then they went from flickering to like almost like if there was a power surge, like the, the light was getting brighter than Ooh. it actually ever is normally when they're just normally on. Wow. And they were going like power surging yeah. like three or four times. And then they just went off. Whoa. And that was that. And I got such a bad feeling. The candles too? The candles went no, off? No, the too? candles didn't go off too, but they but they were like, I remember when we turned the lights straight. on. Like, well, when we turned the lights on, they were all melted almost down to the base. And we had <gasps> only done this for like maybe four or five, maybe 10 minutes tops. Whoa. And it was really weird. And I remember being like, oh, were these used already? And he was like, no, they were brand new. And I, I just was like, what the hell? Well, could you imagine if they weren't protected by a shaman? <laughs> How much worse? <laughs> what if it was right? opposite though? Yeah. I know. Yeah, that's true. You never know. And I just remember getting such an overwhelming feeling of like bad. I was like, we can't, no, I'm done. I'm done. And I, um, I like almost brought myself to tears and I was like, no, it's fine. We don't have to do it anymore. It's fine because 
was like, no, that was so cool. We have to get more footage because he was recording it because he was wanting to post it on his like Instagram thing or whatever, his paranormal chasers thing. And he wanted to keep going. He was so excited. He was like, I've never had a reading like that. And I've gone to so many places and he was stoked. And I was like, no, like turn it off. And I'm usually not like that. I'm down. Like I'm down for spontaneous, like fun, you know, and for whatever reason, I like I said, almost in tears, was like, no. And I turned all the lights on in the whole house, and I was, like, over it. I was like, let's go hand out. Like, I need to see kids. I need to give them candy. I can't do this right now. Whoa. And that was the first time I think I ever felt like, wait, there's somebody else here that's not Rose. Exactly. And I was like, okay. And then that's when my sister and I started talking about it, and we were like, well, we know the history here. Or do you? Well, you know, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it was always just like, okay, there's definitely someone else here. And again, this is not even getting into all her weird alien stuff. Cheryl, if we called her, do you think she'd be down to tell us a little gist of that? Yeah. Because um, that would be cool. Yeah, let's try calling her. Yeah. Okay. Hello. Hello. We're back. Yes, we oh. are. <laughs> <laughs> Who's nervous now? <laughs> I was like, wait. Uh, Yes, we are back. And we are about to call Jen, who is Julie's sister. Sprinkled Sweet Cakery. One more time for the people in the back. Sprinkled Sweet Cakery. She's a custom cake designer. And she's really good. Those of you who went to Women of Horror last year, 2022, she was there. And you guys all remember her because you guys sold her the fuck out. And my birthday party. Mm -hmm. She got down. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Let's call Jen. Okay, let's call Jen. I did not give her a warning or text her or anything about this, so. Okay. Hello? Hi. Hi. Um, I'm Are you back? No, I'm not back. You're actually on the podcast oh. right now. <laughs> Hi, oh. Jen. Hi. Hi, Jen. How are you? We have you blue- I'm good. We have you Bluetoothed in. Oh, okay. Fancy. So <laughs> it doesn't sound like you're at home, so I won't take too much of your time, but can you talk for That's a second? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, the reason we're calling you is because I started getting into the part of the story of our house where I was kind of talking about how it's almost feels like our house is a little bit charged with like the ability mm-hmm. for other like entities to communicate through it and i was talking mm-hmm. about mom building the the deck just tell us a little bit about your encounters yeah ever ever since i was little i always had like this not in a creepy way i have to preface that not in a creepy way but i always felt like i would be watched watched like taken care of watched and it always felt uh, otherworldly and I have always had a lot of the like sightings or things that I would see have always been exactly the same. When I was really young, when we shared a room, Julie, I did have kind of something that confirmed what it was for me, which was I saw some sort of some sort of being. It was outside of our window. Um, we used to have a big field next to us before our street was a cul-de-sac. And it was an empty field, so it was like we couldn't. There was no cars in there. We couldn't like pull in there and drive or anything like that. And I distinctly remember seeing what I thought was headlights, and trying to focus on it. We had bunk beds, and I was on the top bed, so like sitting up, looking out the window, trying to focus. Like it looked like headlights, but I wasn't really sure. Even though they seemed like they were getting close, like literally, I could reach out the window and touch them. 
Um, they also felt like they were getting dimmer as they got closer. I feel like I remember um, that. And then I just, I had a feeling of like, oh, like, hey, I, I recognize like do you the think feeling. They, do you think they telepathically are talking, were talking to you? Maybe. I have always kind of felt as if they were always watching me, taking care of me because of like for some sort of reason and I, I never really knew the reason for it like if it was something I was supposed to do or something like that um but it always felt like they were letting me know like hey it's all right it's cool we're good we're not gonna hurt you like I don't know if that sounds like they stereotypical always, but they you know what I mean like a lot of people were... yeah and not just me like they wanted me to know that they're not trying to like hurt anybody hmm. you know like Maybe they're trying I know to use that you. you guys. I know that you guys had um, GWE art. I know that she had had an experience, and I I related to it because I felt as though listening to her story, I just had like this incredible urge to let her know that like that she shouldn't have been scared of it. Like they were not there for any negative type memes, and I feel that a lot when certain people are talking about alien type things or stuff like that. And I often do get that sense where it's maybe they're trying to tell me like hey you need to let them know like it's okay like it's fine we're not here for anything bad or anything like that and it's just kind of something that I've always dealt with as far as like feeling like I'm watched that kind of ended I would say like probably like towards the end of high school I didn't really have the same type of feelings that I was literally being like watched all the time but I do whenever I have sightings it's always a premonition of like I need to look here and then when I look I see it but the second that I look away it's gone like in the sky literally you mean right yeah 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 and it's always when I'm driving um it's always pretty much like the same kind of vision or feeling that I have like I'll feel like I'm staring at it for a very long time because I'm usually driving and I'm like I have to keep watching the road but I also cannot look away because I know that once once I look away like that's it yeah. And it sounds like, Jen, it sounds like you have a very positive experience and bond with the ETs because honestly, yeah. I feel like just like human beings, there's good and bad when mm-hmm. it comes to them as well. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like some people who have experienced, experienced them and have bad experiences where they're terrified and they feel harmed, mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to... Um, say that you know they're wrong because it, they're probably like the bad species or something because I feel like there's no, different course, species yeah. you know and I'm so glad yeah. we, we are so glad that your encounters have been positive and you feel protected by them you know and and um, like they're your protectors basically up well, in the sky just like how Gabby yeah. mentioned in the last episode Hollywood is known to demonize oh definitely aliens mm-hmm. they make them mm-hmm. scary because we don't know them we don't understand them mm-hmm. but I mean, it wouldn't hurt to be open, right? Exactly. And hearing uh, testimonies or stories like yours really help us spread the word. Like you be more open-minded to it because, I mean, we know they exist. And whether you have seen one or not, the government has disclosed that information that Ooh. it's a thing. Hey, if the if the yeah, men in have- black are waiting for you outside, bitch, you said it, not me. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I, I, You know what, guys? There's something that just... What happened? Why were I you guys looking at me I right now? I heard that. It was like a... Exactly. Yeah. That's why I looked at Kat, because you have the microphone on your lap. What? So if you're shaking your leg, it can do this. I'm not shaking, actually, for once. No? I'm always shaking my leg, yeah, but it sounded not right like, now. It sounded like the mic was going back and forth, like... 
Really? Yeah, I did. Did right. you hear that, Jen, or no? No, I didn't. Okay, maybe in the recording after we'll hear it, but I didn't hear anything. Okay, well, <clears throat> we'll check that later. But also, so earlier this week, Kat, I was already asleep, but Kat heard it at like... Oh, man. At like yeah. 10.30 at night, right? So there was... You know, I'm gonna let you tell it because you're the one that heard it. I it was, was on February 6th <laughs> because I just looked it up right before this. Dude, you guys... Was that the like ring footage or something you guys posted? Yes, 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 oh, yes. I yeah, saw that. We just posted it. So for those of you listening that who, ha- who have not seen that, so... At about 10.30 at night on February 6th, we're already past the fuck out, like deep, deep sleep. And I get woken up by loud explosion sounds, like big booms, right? And I'm like, what the fuck? And a fun fact about Liz and I, (laughs) we go to bed at night listening to um, the sounds of rain. Oh, (laughs) me too. On YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, black black screen with sounds of rain, right? Mm -hmm. So I wake up in a panic. I'm like, what the fuck? Did we put the the rain and thunder on? Like, what the (laughs) fuck, right? And I'm like, okay. But it was like the loudest boom. I felt it in my chest, right? So I just went back to bed. When it happened, I remember you you woke me up. Yeah. And you're like, dude, I just heard this. Did you hear? I'm like, no, dude, I'm sleeping. And that's when I thought, okay. No, you were like... I just heard this, these loud three booms. And yeah. I was like, well, check the rain camera. You know, everyone's on there talking about All the cheese muscles, right? Yeah. And there was so many fucking notifications on the ring, on the ring app wow. saying, did, did anybody hear, hear this? What the fuck was that? I caught it this on my ring that. cam. Dude, wow. so that's what we posted on our Instagram. Did anybody mm-hmm. else hear this ring? Because I mean, this noise, because... I mean, it was crazy. And in the video that people captured on their ring cameras, there's a, a, a very bright flash before the big booms, right? Wait, Liz, wait. So there's a huge flash in the sky and then boom, 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 just like that, that exact timing. People called the cops. People called like all these people. Nobody has fucking answers. Okay. Okay till this day and it's just like what the fuck so shout out to west covina 626 sgv uh that's who that's who posted it on instagram and yeah you see like a big flash and then the three booms after now the reason why liz is bringing this up maybe it's et's well the thing is that maybe I, i can't remember i mean it hasn't been talked about on the news nothing it's not trending it's why isn't anyone yeah. talking about this? And then I, I read that when people call the cops and ask like, hey, what was this? What the fuck? That the cops basically say like, oh, it's in the sky. We don't know. Like if it's in the sky, we have no control. I mean, yes, it could be a military experiment or, per, you know. But come on. Yeah. I know. I mean, we never know until, you know, you know. I said not this residential. Dude. Well, <laughs> exactly. You're right. Because it's all a bunch yeah. of cities. Yeah. It's not like in the middle of buttfuck, right? So. And- <laughs> <laughs> so no it's like i mean everybody in the 66 or also Almani, and 562 562 yes really dude like all, wittier then right every all surrounding cities so SGV, around then. us dude yes sgv it's Shit. crazy and there's no we're a week a week after it happened and there's still no answers it's so fucking weird it is weird some mm. people are saying it's like demolition and they're doing construction no and it's like <laughs> yeah. bitch come yeah, on in so the middle sure. of the night yeah yeah, it's just crazy. So sure. Yes, 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 yes. Jen, we appreciate you for answering your phone <laughs> yes, and walking out. You. We're so sorry for interrupting your dinner. 
No, that's okay. Thank you for sharing. Yes, thank you. Yes, yes. of course. And we love and miss you. Yes. Uh, I love and miss you guys too. <laughs> hey, we have a Scary Encounters event coming soon, so we're going to hit you up, So girl. start prepping. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Cool. All right. Well, have a good night, and thank you again All for right. answering, and go continue your lovely dinner. Hello to your friends. <laughs> Bye. Okay, I will. Thank you, guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. All right. But yeah, that was that was a crazy. So she experience. sees I could tell she was like um well, not expecting that call Caught so she guard. wasn't prepared. Yeah yeah, but, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's basically the gist of what she's always told me. And I remember that when yeah. she was talking about the field and a weird thing about that field next to us outside of my old bedroom window is that it's also a farm and there've always as long as I can remember been like screams of goats in the middle of the night oh wow we always joke about like the silence of the lambs yeah (laughs) but like legit and not just goats but cows too and john my husband is always like well that's when they you know that's when they take them to the slaughterhouse but i i never i am always just like no that's not true that's not true but like what if they're being abducted you never you know know. like the the classic cow going up to the yeah yeah (laughs) that's a classic but hey there's also a movie that came out recently by jordan peele Oh. oh, don't look. Up. Oh, don't. No, look no, up. that's a different no, no, one. No. Um, I know the one you're talking about. It's uh, I didn't like it. I had fun. But was, I didn't like it. Was, it. it was all right. Don't it's, look up was really good. though. It started off good. Mm-hmm. And then it got stupid, in my opinion. What the fuck was it called? I don't Hold know. on. But like it was just taking shit like the horse. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what I thought about. But. So when you guys see the, um, you know, when we have our Independence Day moment and you guys mm-hmm. see the giant ship coming over L.A. I'm uh, down, they'll bitch. Be, they'll be above my house. <laughs> hey, I'm coming over. Oh, it's called Nope. nope. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's nope. Right. That's nope. right. Yeah. It nope. started yep. off good, in my opinion, and then it got just, it just got dumb. I didn't like the ending. It yeah. was so dumb to me. Why is the spaceship like a piece of cloth? Yeah. I didn't like it. Well, I don't know. You can never know. Yeah, you're right. I, you never know, but... <sighs> Anyways, I didn't like it. Anyways, <laughs> so yes, Julie, thank you for calling your sister. That was fun. Yes. Yeah, no problem. That was a lot of fun. So we talked about, is that me? Oh, that's me. <laughs> it's like, it's Scam Likely. Who the fuck it's is Scam Likely? It's Art the Magazine. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, wait, that's the part that got deleted. Oh, well. So earlier we were speaking of how Julie and I met. And it was through a fucking fraud scam artist named Alex... Alex Trujillo, and he was the CEO, quote unquote, (laughs) of um, Art Art the Magazine. And those of you who are listening who have ever encountered encountered him, that's a scary encounter right there. Yes. That's a scary encounter right there. And um, we apologize on his behalf because he's a fucking fraud. Don't apologize for him. Well, we apologize for ever affiliating with him. Exactly. But that that is how we know Julie. That's how I know Julie, and then I introduce her to you, and so and so on, and she's a fucking hazy chaos veterana now. So you know, yeah, fuck art the magazine, fuck yeah, scam likely, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, okay, so we talked about your house, Mm -hmm. and Jen talked about her ET experiences. Is there Mm -hmm. anything else? The only other story I just thought of when we had our potty break, Mm -hmm. really (laughs) quick, just to give you guys another little taste of the. I feel like Silmar is like, I don't know, just maybe just because it's so old, but up the street from my house, probably like three minutes walking distance, there's this, there's this, uh, 
cemetery and it's called the Pioneer Cemetery and it has it's just a really old cool cemetery and all the the tombstones are like the big ones that stand up like you know not the flat ones like you see nowadays Mm -hmm. so you can tell it's old and it has um, like all kinds of veterans and stuff and pioneer like pioneers of war from the 1900s are buried there and it's really cool and um, not too long ago like maybe 15 years ago a nice committee of people in Silmar got together and like kind of got it back up to standards so you can now go visit it and you can walk around and it's really cool and in the very back <coughs> left corner of it there's a section that has like these giant wooden posts they look like uh, like telephone poles that have been cut down to like I don't know maybe like 20 feet in the air maybe less like 15 20 feet up and they're just cut flat and there's a grid of them I don't know how many there are but there's a grid of them and they're just randomly in the back corner and I always remember wondering like what's what are those you know those aren't headstones what are they Mm -hmm. so when my grandpa was still alive they had this like a event there on one memorial day where they were honoring veterans and so he wanted to go so we took him and there was this historian lady walking around and she looked like your total like we are the weirdos mister <laughs> type people and so I walked up to her and was like you know are you here for the memorial thing because I didn't think she was and she was like no I'm a historian and she was really freaking weird but in like a really awesome way nice. okay. and I asked her what are these I've always wondered and she told me that back in the 1900s when the pioneers were building their fallen soldiers there they needed a place to put the Indians that they killed and so what? So they allowed the Indian chiefs, they made a treaty and they allowed them to put this one section in their, in their cemetery because their, um, custom wasn't to bury their dead. It was to dry them out in the sun. So they would stretch leather over the tops of these pillars and put the bodies up top to dry out. And then, you know, it was like their own kind of like mummification process. And then they would keep them around to like love and honor them. Whoa. And the fucking crazy part is that the house right next door to the cemetery is like a really big, beautiful, like house that was built brand new. It's like a new construction, you know, vibe. And apparently my dad told me that when the house was first built, they actually built over a portion of that corner. Oh, no. And three years in a row, the garage that was on that corner caught on fire simultaneously and burned down and they kept rebuilding it and it kept catching on fire so they finally just stopped building it and fenced it off what yeah and i'm pretty sure it's because it was over indian burial ground yes Mm -hmm. don't fuck with this baby yeah and that's like i said two minutes walking distance from me they built a school across the street from it literally across the street like when i'm picking up my nephew from school i have to park in that parking lot whoa yeah so I feel like the the time we went to your house, I think it was your birthday. It was right? my thirtieth birthday. SpongeBob yeah. themed, yes. <laughs> if I may say. <laughs> this next time, can we make it just like a, like a fun, like road, like field trip historical yes. visit yes. where we go and visit you. We have a couple drinks, absolutely, and then you take us to all these places. Yes, we can, can. We, including your basement or yeah. whatever. We yes. can go in the basement. We can go in the attic. Yes. We can go to the uh, cemetery. We yes. can go to the car, the car museum. Yes. And the factory next door. And we can go up the street. There's, I don't know if you guys have heard of all of you hospital. It's the only hospital in Silmar. And they used to have an old tuberculosis center. 
up on the mountain just behind the hospital. Okay. And it was obviously abandoned after the TB scare back in the, what was that, the 60s? Mm-hmm. And um, it lay, it stayed there abandoned for years. And I remember when I was in high school, I used to go riding mountain bikes back there with my dad and my grandpa. And one time my grandpa was like, let's go in there. He was kind of a gangster. <gasps> and so we like stashed our bikes in a bush and went through a hole that was already there in the fence and we went into this hospital and it was like three levels and the bottom level was underground and we went down there and there were literal they literally look like prison cells with metal bars oh. where they would put like the really infected people so they what? couldn't get out and then we found like um file cabinets filled with blood samples all over the place and oh, like no. While we were there, I remember my dad getting, like, this bad feeling and being like, we need to get out of here. My grandpa was like, yeah, we shouldn't have come down here. Like, why do we bring Julie? I was like, I don't know, 13 at the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> and as we're coming out, the fucking cops came. And oh. they saw our bikes. And they were, like, looking for us in the building. And we, like, evaded them and ran out through a different hole and, like, hid in another bush until they left. <laughs> and uh, <Whoa. laughs> so that they recently, unfortunately, they recently bulldozed it all down to the ground. Oh, so it's just a, shit. it's now they use it as like a helicopter landing for the hospital. Yeah. So it's not there anymore, but the the land is still there. So again, like shit. we've been talking about haunted land, we could definitely go. It's actually a really beautiful hike the back land. there. What do and I then, say? What? what do I say? I just said it's all about the land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's that's then, really crazy. To, and then the nurses hear. that used to work for the tuberculosis center had their own living quarters um, just up up around the corner from there. And those are still there. And in the earthquake, the building literally sliced right in half like <gasps> a piece of cake. And you can look in and see the it looks like it looks like a dollhouse when you open it up. No way. And it's still there. And they had <laughs> they lived there. So they needed to give the nurses like entertainment. So they actually also had a mini golf course and it's all overgrown now, but it's all still there. It's really cool. My dad and I used to find like golf bo- golf balls back there. Oh, my and God. We would pick them up and be like. It just gives you this feeling, you know, yeah. like it's oh, really, really cool. That's, so we could go back there too. Julie, let's go right now. Why, why <laughs> has it taken you s- fucking five seasons to be on this podcast no with shit. all I, this? You know, I was just telling you the other day, Kat, when you asked me to do this, I said, I know I have some like cool stories, but I don't feel like I have that much to say. Bitch. I know now that I'm saying it all, more things keep coming to we mind. We haven't even, dude, we're starting this episode backwards. For those of you <laughs> listening who listen often, we always start with all the, you know, the the i guess the introduction unquote, the, the introduction the fun stuff the golden questions but this time we're starting backwards and we're going to get into the golden questions now because people yes. look forward to this stuff <laughs> wait unless there's more that's yes. coming to mind but dude no, what no i'm saying right what i'm saying is we're over an hour in yeah Definitely. and you're telling me that you don't have a full Enough episode <laughs> yes like shut I up know. i know right Dude, this is amazing. And this is where we should be ending, but we're going to get into the the fun the, stuff. The quote unquote lighter fun stuff. stuff now. Yes, the lighter stuff. Um, we already spoke about how we met Julie, which um, is fucked up, but I'm very grateful. And then we continued being friends because of SpongeBob, how right. we mentioned Wait, before. That was in the part that got deleted. It right? did. Yeah. We, no, we, we just talked about it with, um, with my birthday. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. And then um, let's see what else. You've been part of Hazy Chaos events since the prehistoric times the last time you <laughs> took a pickleback was when was that yes. Oh, yes the last time i ever took a pickleback was with you two and my sister jen mm-hmm. and uh uh king mala yes. at the 
live hazy uh, scary encounters live event, which was our first ever scary encounters live event last year in 2022 which our next one is april 22nd at the offbeat again um love that venue it's Same. so fun right yeah. their family their family um but what's cool is that you bring up king mala she's such yeah. a cool person she was supposed she was on last season um season four mm-hmm. she is her episodes on YouTube because we actually did a fucking live video with her, which was not like us, but we did it because it's King fucking Mala. If you want to see me having like a <laughs> full on anxiety attack for a full hour. Same. That's, that's the video you want to watch. Just YouTube, <laughs> Hazy Chaos, King Mala, and you'll find it. Mm-hmm. Um, she was to headline our last year's Scary Encounter live event, but unfortunately she had to um, cancel and but she still showed up to the event she bought from everyone she yeah. fucking purchased from every vendor she took pictures she took shots with us she she just hung out and, and she's blowing really up now she played with uh upsall and uh kelsey Kel- carter yes hopefully she still remembers her. us because we're the little people now so but we're gonna invite her to the next one hopefully she shows up we'll yeah. see hey bring kelsey with you girl <laughs> <laughs> anyway. anyways that was julie's last pickleback shot so i think she's due Yes. For another. We'll add that to my uh, last meal. <laughs> so speaking of last meals. Yes. Let's if get you're to on the death row or on your deathbed, what do you choose as your last meal? There we go. She's on it. Liz is on it, dude. <laughs> my last meal would be my initial answer is that I would want my mom's chicken goulash. It's a German recipe. But if we have to be realistic, that's not possible because she took the recipe with her to the grave. And try as we may, we cannot duplicate it. So that's out of the cards. My secondary answer, since I can't have that, would be a little bit of all my favorite, like, fast food. I would want, what what was it? I would want In-N-Out. In I would want In-N-Out. I would want Wendy's chi- spicy chicken sandwich. What from In-N-Out? Oh, just a regular cheeseburger with fries. Okay. No animal style. I don't like animal style. Onions? With onions. Pickles? And pickles with everything. Fries? Yes. What kind of drink? Diet Dr. Pepper. But All they right. don't have that there. Oh. Only Wendy's has that on tap. Oh, fucking and out. Mm-hmm. All right, continue. And whoa, then whoa. from Wendy's, I'd get <laughs> a spicy chicken sandwich. Okay. And that's it. Nothing else matters there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and else? some Tommy's chili cheese fries. Yeah, right. some poo-poo. Yep, and a pickleback. With King there Mala. A pickleback with King Mala. And, and Hazy Chaos. And Hazy Chaos and some Jameson. And then That's I would right. also need a Diet Dr. Pepper. Hell yeah. Some water. And a White Claw with Chamoy. There it is. What flavor White Claw? Watermelon. Mm. Watermelon White Claw with Chamoy. Yeah. And let's talk about Chamoy real quick. We talked about it earlier and we never have Chamoy in this house. Why? I don't it's know. Been a while. We're Mexican. I don't know why we don't. It's been a while. How blasphemous. I know. However, the only time that we had it on deck was when we purchased it from our friend Erica, who is the CEO of Mimichi Cruda. So shout out to her. Yes, 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 yes. She's beautiful. She's talented. She's a fucking businesswoman. We met her through Mari, who everybody knows who Mari is, if you're listening to this. <laughs> One of our favorite episodes. Yes. Um, so shout out to Erica. Everybody go check them out. Mimichi Cruda. <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious. They have really good gummies dipped in, in, in chamoy. Also, if you need any photography or yes. uh, footage, please. Videography. Follow, videography, please go follow Mar and hire her for your events. She's yes, amazing. Yes, yes, yes. Julie, you mentioned that you've had the 
Oh, Michi Kuruda. The Gushers. They're oh. really, really good. Nice. They're my yeah. favorite. <laughs> Dude, we tried it out when she was still doing like home deliveries and stuff, and she came through and came and brought it. Oh, she had the little peach rings with oh. the chamoy in it. Yeah. So, so bomb. bomb. We're going to tag you guys in this um, episode, yep. but shout out to you, Erica. And I hope also, you're doing good. Uh, sorry. Also, no, it's okay. backup shout out to Mar on her uh, uh, setting powder. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes, nice. yes. Isn't it so good? Yeah, it's great. I love it. <sighs> And it's all homemade, dude. It's all fucking, she's yeah. dope. Natural. Yeah, she is. Yes. So she has this really good um, setting powder. After you're done with your whole, with all your makeup, you put it on, and it literally lasts the whole fucking day. It's so and good. And I love it because it's translucent, so you don't yes. have to uh, shade match at all. Not at all. It's Very completely true. translucent, and you just put it on real lightly, and it, it works all day for hours. She also has some really good um, lip stains. All the all the shades are fucking cute. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's on it. She's doing good right now. She's a uh, she's killing it with her videography and her photography. So she's a, a woman of many traits. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Shout out to Mari. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you for that answer. Let's go to the second question. If you can bring back any celebrity from the dead, who would it be, and how would you want to spend your day? This is a tough one. You can go through your thought process. Everybody does it. Well, I, I know immediately what I want to say, but it's not a celebrity. It's a musician. It's actually two no, musicians. No, that's totally I'm fine. Cheating. Yeah, no, that's fine. Okay, I would want to bring back, it has to be together, though. I want to bring back and spend a day with, together, Bradley Knoll and Mac Miller. Ooh. Oh. Mm-hmm. I think that would be dope-ass day. Now, for the people listening who live under a rock and don't know who either of these people are, can you please tell us who they are? Bradley Knoll is the original frontman of Sublime. Original Sublime, not no new shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Mac Miller is freaking Mac Miller. Exactly. The That's free- all you got to say. Freestyle <laughs> king. And what would you, why would you choose them and what would you want to do with their day? I think that they're both specifically with their like freestyle style <laughs> in their music and their lyrics is what is what draws me to them both as just artists. And I'm really I really enjoy listening to it. Just look up on YouTube Mac Miller Freestyle and like go down the rabbit hole. It I is, haven't done that yet. I'm going to do that It now. is a very entertaining and very amazing. Very and cool. I just think it would be really fun. And they're both, you know, kind of party animals yeah. and like to have fun and, and from completely different generations. Yeah. So I think it would be cool to hear them talk to each other and um, sure. just kind of like be there and be like yeah that's cool dude epic <laughs> mac miller is a joint for them we've while heard they talk. Mac, mm-hmm. yeah we've heard mac miller before but we've never heard bradley on on this podcast oh okay, so okay. that's right. cool yeah that's really cool well, yeah i mean you gotta love bradley exactly yeah bradley and mac are both the truth when it comes to music interesting i, I love that that was deep mm-hmm. and then she takes a drink <laughs> <sighs> bad bitch i would tell you to pour that <laughs> shit but it's gonna be on our yeah don't do on that our floor. and you know what i've never done this before but i would like to add to your answer with my own answer okay and i would love to bring back your mom <gasps> oh my god why are you gonna make me cry right now and i don't mean to make you cry i don't mean to make you feel any type of sadness but the way you've told me a lot a lot about your mom I and have. all the years that we've known each other You've told me some awesome stories about her. And every time you tell me a story, I'm like, fuck, I wish I could have met her because she seems so awesome. Yeah, you have literally no idea. She was amazing and like such a freaking trip. 
Like, well, I can believe it because I mean, she raised you and Jen. Yeah, yeah. you guys are and some of the most coolest people. Oh, <laughs> you know, you, you really are. Yeah, You're so you. down to earth, so genuine. Just and that's probably why you're seeing all these like entities around yeah. the house. So I really that's think, yeah, I really think that's true. Like, you know, you you inherited it, mm-hmm. and I think you, I did. I I don't know much about your mom. I think this is the first time I really hear you talk about your mom in comparison to Cap. But like the little stories that you already gave us, like oh hi Rose, mm-hmm, or like mm-hmm. you know speaking through her, which reminds me, I didn't mention this earlier, but you said that she would communicate through her teeth mm-hmm. like a frequency. Yeah. Well, we mentioned this in the last episode too that sometimes. Well, people use their bodies as a like a oh a pendulum a pendulum oh, yes. Yeah. yes sorry I was brain farting I was doing the motions yeah. of it but I, I couldn't it. figure I it out it. yeah but people use their, their themselves as a as a tool to communicate and yeah yeah natural pendulum that's probably what she was doing too yeah but like differently because Gabby said she would use her her hearing mm-hmm. one ear would be yes one ear would be no yeah oh, wow. isn't that yeah. cool yeah so that that's cool that's kind of what I thought about when you mentioned her yeah. yeah and was your mom kind of like a like a brat kind of like mischievous or no <laughs> was she my or no? mom okay my brattiness and you know my brattiness yeah I get it a thousand percent from my mom my, my dad <laughs> raised us my dad is a businessman and he raised us like little employees uh-huh. my mom was a freaking party animal and she was like you you know like your typical mean girl's mom like trying to be the cool one and always (laughs) embarrassing us but now in hindsight I'm glad that she was that way because it let us make memories you know yeah Yeah. she has some pretty cool iconic memories that you've told me yes one in particular that you don't have to share, but I'd like to bring up has to do with Alton John. Yeah. When you asked me who I'd bring back, I was like in my head, like, thank God I don't have to say that because he's still here. Right. Right. But I didn't want to jinx it also. So great. Now let me knock on wood. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's not wood, baby. I mean, it could be. <laughs> there there <it> she goes. <laughs> um, um that's a crazy story. When you told me, I was like, what the heck? Yeah, it is a really crazy story. I won't tell it now because it's really long. But okay. if anybody is curious, just look up the Glitter Sisters on Instagram. And there's a link tree there that'll take you to the there blog. There it is. The Glitter Sisters on Instagram. Yeah, it's it's a wild story. And the reason why I ask you if she was like mischievous or a brat, I'd like to go way back over an hour to where our, our first half of the episode got deleted mm-hmm. and all the fucking power went out and we thought it was scary and we thought it was homeboy. What if it was just her being silly? It could have been. Honestly, that was her, that was exactly how she was. She wasn't, you keep saying silly and cute and mischievous, but yeah. my mom was a little like a bit of a bitch to be <laughs> honest. And we, we okay. butt heads a lot, but in a very um, like healthy mother daughter way, you know? Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, though. I wouldn't be surprised if she's like, you're really talking about Rose and this freaking guy, and I'm like not even 1% of the story. Like, who do you think you are? Exactly. (laughs) And you know what? Like I said a couple minutes ago, I've never added to somebody's answer. And I'm sorry if I overset my boundaries, but I just had to say that I... It's your podcast, girl. Yay, but it's your episode. (laughs) It's your episode, episode, girl. That's all that matters. And honestly, I just had... I feel like this episode deserves more of her... What was her name? I'm sorry. Victoria. Victoria. (sighs) That's such a powerful and beautiful name. I fucking love that name. Victoria Ann, actually. Wow. Yeah, I get my middle name from her. Victorian. Yeah. (gasps) (laughs) Oh, Victoria... Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> you see, that. I just True. feel like this episode She's needed goth more too. Fuck yeah! Just yeah, needed, right. yeah, needed more um, Mama Julie in it. So yeah. <sighs> I feel better now. Me 
you too. But thank you. Thank you for yeah. your time. Thank, thank you, you for, for having me. Yes, yes. Thank you for being vulnerable and sharing all these stories. We're and looking forward to that field trip. Julie, thank you so, 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 so much for making time for us. We know you got a flat tire on the way here trying to prevent you from coming, but you got it taken care of. You yes. came through your fucking. Yes, girl. It means a lot to us. Thank you for having me. Yes. It took five seasons, but you're here, baby. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Those of you listening, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.